Okay, it is Sunday. It is February 20th, and I'm still in New Underwood, but I'm getting ready to leave. And I think you guys are probably leaving probably leaving Brandon, Sioux Falls today because I expect that there's bad weather coming in tomorrow and you're not going to want to do that. And you're going to want to get home and get settled in and prepared for tomorrow. So I'm guessing that you're probably going to watch church with the family, probably online. I don't know. Um, I will listen to Life Spring while I'm driving home. But I wanted to give you guys some more Prince Warrior to listen to. Um, so I'm going to record a little bit more before I leave. Here we go. Prince Warrior, chapter 13. The water rises. Xavier awoke to the sound of a familiar voice. He sat up, blinking, trying to shake the sleep from his head. He wasn't sure how long he'd been out. Xavier! He looked up to see his brother running down the hill toward him. Brianna was close behind. They looked like they were okay. He stood up, overjoyed to see them. He realized he was standing in water. It was seeping into the ventilation slats of his boots. The water in the stream must have risen while he was asleep. He looked a few steps. He took a few steps up the bank toward his brother. Evan, Brianna, how would you find me? They both began talking at once, telling an incredible story. Something about walking on walls and big ugly bugs. When Brianna told him about how Evan had come to rescue her, he turned his, to his little brother with a genuine admiration on his face and said, Way to go. It was no big deal, Evan said, hanging his head to hide his wide grin. Have you seen Levi? Brianna asked. Is he here? <laughs> I haven't seen him, Xavier told her. Maybe he made it to the castle already, she said, hopefully. Is that real water? Evan asked, pointing to the stream. I'm so thirsty. Yeah, help yourself, said Xavier, but be careful. The water's rising pretty fast. <laughs> Evan and Brianna both knelt down by the stream. Brianna dipped her hand in daintily, but Evan used both hands, splashing his whole face and laughing. Evan, you're splashing me, Brianna said, annoyed. Can't help it. Almost as good as grape soda, Evan said, relishing every drop. It's not anything like grape soda, she said, rolling her eyes. While they drank, Xavier told them what had happened to him and how he had gotten to the stream. They were amazed at his story, so different from theirs, but then again, sort of similar. Your boots became jet boots? Evan said, awestruck. I want jet boots. Jet boots? Our boots walked on walls, Evan, Brianna reminded him. Isn't that cool enough for you? Jet boots have been, would have been faster, Evan said. We could have flown all the way to the top instead of walking. Brianna threw her arms in the air. So what happened next? She turned to Xavier, clearly more enthralled with his story than Evan was. And then I fell asleep, Xavier said. I'm not sure how long I've been asleep here. He looked at the stream. Water pooled around his boots. We should move back up the hill. His breastplate began to blink rapidly. That always meant time to go. I'm not done, Evan said, still splashing water, splashing himself with the water. What's the hurry anyways? We just escaped from a swarm of giant mango bugs and whatever you call them. We need a break. It was pretty exhausting, Brianna said with a huge yawn. Gosh, I didn't realize how tired I was. She lay back on the grassy bank, sighing deeply. Me neither, said Evan. Saving your life took a lot out of me. It's really nice. It's really nice here, said Brianna in a sleeping voice. You guys, we can't stay here, Xavier insisted. You need to get up. I know, I know, said Brianna, but I don't think I can do it. I'm too tired. Just for a minute, okay? No, it's not okay, Xavier said. Yeah, we need to go, said Evan. <clears throat> he tried to get up, but he felt something heavy on his eyelids, something that didn't, something that seemed to push him back down to the soft, cool grass ground again. He reached up to brush away, but it stayed there, like the big, soft, fleece blanket on his bed at home, settling over him, forcing his eyes closed. We need to go. Evan fell back on the grass, sound asleep.
Get up, guys, Xavier shouted. He tugged on Evan's arm to no avail. Wake up! It did no good. The water kept rising, lapping at their legs. Xavier wondered if the water was it was the water that made them so sleepy. After all, he had gotten sleepy after drinking it, too. For the first time, he realized that this cool, refreshing stream may not be the safe haven he had believed it to be. Then he heard a noise, like the beginning of thunder, but it didn't end like thunder usually did. It kept going, getting longer and louder. He gazed upstream and saw that the water was not only getting higher, but the current was moving even faster, forming white caps as it, as it sped over rocks and around boulders. It was weird how fast this was happening, but then again, this was how the way things seemed to go in Aharatus. Xavier knew he wasn't dreaming this time. The rumble became a roar. Xavier looked upstream and saw a wall of water rising, headed straight for them as if a dam had broken. The water thundered as it raced down the creek bed, collapsing the banks and consuming plants and trees on either side. Xavier felt a pit open up in the center of his stomach as he watched the water head right for them. He looked up the bank. He doubted it was high enough to avoid the water, even if he could get these two kids all the way up there. There was no time to even try. Xavier tried shaking them awake again. Neither one even fluttered an eyelid. It was like they were in some sort of trance. It didn't do something. If he didn't do something fast, all three of them were going to get swept away. <laughs> and Xavier wondered if Ruach had known this would happen. You have an enemy, he had said. An enemy who will use any means to distract you, to discourage you, to delay you, to defeat you. If this was the work of his enemy, then Xavier had to figure out a way to overcome it. And quickly... If he could somehow keep them together, perhaps they could ride out the wave. But with what? He looked around frantically for a long vine or a rope. A rope? There wasn't any rope. All he had was his belt. The belt holds everything together. Ruach's words were replayed in his mind. He reached down, grasped his belt in both hands, and pulled it apart, even though he couldn't even see where it was open, where it was joined. The belt came off easily. It wasn't long enough, but perhaps if he could stretch it, he could get it around the three of them. It was nearly hopeless, but it was all he could think to do. He quickly looped the belt under the two sleepers, then laid down between them, grasped, grasped the two ends, and pulled them together over all three of their bodies. The belt strained and stretched as Xavier pulled both ends together, and to his relief, he got them to touch. They fused together, tightening securely around all three, creating a little human bundle. Xavier put his arms around Evan and Brianna and shut his eyes, bracing for the impact. The wall of water slammed into them with a mighty <laughs> roar. Xavier felt as though he were being shot from a cannon like a clown at the circus. The force of the water was so strong and knocked out his breath. He kept a tight hold on his companions as the surging water swept them downstream. He thought they would be dragged under, but instead he felt as though they were actually being lifted, floating on top of the water. He opened his eyes, unable to make out anything but the relentless waves thrashing against him. He coughed and gagged, searching for air. Then he realized that something was surrounding them, compressing them, protecting them from the force of the water. He looked down to see that the belt had inflated around them like an inner tube. They were going on the wildest tube ride of their lives. <laughs> And they bounced and jetted over the turbulent water, which spun them around eddies and hurled them into boulders. At one point, they hit a large rock and catapulted straight into the air. Xavier felt his stomach, stomach lurch into his throat, but, but the tube prevented them from getting bruised. They ricocheted through a chute and cartwheeled several times, making Xavier dizzy. No sooner had they landed than the water swept them away again, faster and faster. The water stung Xavier's eyes and pounded his face and arms, but he kept a tight hold on the two sleeping kids and worked frantically to keep their heads above water. Nothing about the situation was sure, except one thing. The tube kept them strapped together securely. <laughs>
Too bad Evan is missing this, Xavier thought. They'd been whitewater rafting once on a camping trip, but that was nothing compared to this. It would have been fun if they weren't so terif- if he weren't so terrifying. He wondered if this ride would ever end. Instead of slowing down, Xavier sensed the current getting even stronger. He was able to turn his head in time to see what they were headed for. Waterfall! Hang on, he whispered, as much to himself as to others, even though they were still asleep. He closed his eyes and held on tight. They plunged over the lip of the waterfall, and Xavier felt suspended for a split second, like the cartoon animals do when they run off a cliff but don't realize it. Then the falling water caught him, hurtling them toward the unknown below. Xavier's stomach took, a re- took up residence in his throat. This is like the flume ride at Six Flags, he told himself, except he wasn't sure that he'd make it out of this ride alive. Ah! As if on cue, both Evan and Brianna woke up suddenly as their makeshift raft careened down the waterfall. Hang on and hold your breath, it was all Xavier could say as water pummeled them, drowning out any more words. It was over in ten seconds, yet it seemed like a million years. They hit the water like a meteor, then plummeted under for a, few, for a heart-stopping seconds before bobbing up to the surface again. They wobbled a bit as the water smoothed out, finally calm. What's happening, Brianna said, coughing up mouthfuls of water. Yeah, what was that, croaked Evan. I thought we were, I thought, waterfall, Xavier said, barely able to catch his breath. His heart pounded still. We just went over a waterfall. Waterfall? Why didn't you wake me up, Evan exclaimed. I tried. Are you guys okay? I think so, said Brianna. But where'd this raft thing come from? You're probably not going to believe it. It will lead you down the right path. The instruction never said it would be a calm path or an easy path, just the right path. We're okay now. Xavier saw a bench ahead and began kicking toward it. The raft deflated as soon as his feet touched the sandy bottom. Xavier pulled it apart, and the three of them separated, splashing around to get their footing. They felt dizzy and waterlogged from the crazy ride. Xavier shook his head to get the water out of his ears. Brianna and Evan stumbled toward the beach and collapsed. Xavier buckled his belt back on, still amazed at what it had done. It fit his waist perfectly again. He sat down on the sand, lowering his head to, to stop the spinning. I thought I was dreaming, Brianna said. You were for a while, said Xavier, for most of the ride down the river. I couldn't wake either of you up. Ride down the river? Brianna asked, her eyes wide. Why were we so sleepy? The water you drank, Xavier said. I think it made you sleepy. Maybe it was one of those enemy attacks Ruach told us about. This enemy sure doesn't attack like a normal enemy, Brianna said. Isn't that what Ruach was trying to tell us? Evan asked. Well, a little warning would have been nice. Maybe it's just something we always have to be on alert for, said Xavier thoughtfully. Oh, that's good. We always have to be on alert. Anyways, where are we anyway, said Evan. He had recovered himself enough to start looking around. I think we're there, Xavier pointed behind them. Evan and Brianna both to turn, turned to look, their mouths dropping up in, open in unison. Above them, perched on a ring of clouds, sat the magnificent castle they had seen only from a distance, bathed in ethereal sunlight so it glimmered like something not quite real. The castle seemed to go on forever, its many turrets and towers looking more like the sleek white peaks cutting to the sky, smooth as ice. The air around the castle was filled with small, flickering lights, like the ones they had seen in the cave. It's so beautiful, breathed Brianna. Yeah, but how do we get up there? Evan asked. <laughs> they didn't seem to be there didn't seem to be any sort of path. Ruach's familiar voice interrupted their musings. Well done, warriors. All three kids turned, and there he was, standing there as if he'd just come out of the water. He looked bigger than he had in the cave, and there seemed to be something visible beneath the dark hood. Xavier wondered if he was catching a glimpse of Ruach's nose. Ruach, Xavier said, where did you... Are we glad to see you, Brianna said, interrupting. Is Levi up there? Did he make it? 
Ruach shook his head slowly. I'm afraid not, Levi. Levi is trapped. Trapped? He chose the wrong path, and the wrong path always leads to disaster. Ruach leaned forward toward Brianna and Evan when he spoke, as if he wasn't just referring to Levi alone. Well, can't you just go and get him, Brianna demanded, stamping her foot. Don't you have magic powers or something? I'm afraid that's not how it works, said Ruach, with genuine sorrow in his voice. But he is safe for the moment. I have made sure of that. Come to the castle, have something to eat, and we will talk about what has to be done. There is someone there waiting for you. Ruach pointed his long, draped arm toward the castle. The kids turned and were surprised to see a magnificent staircase leading from the beach to the castle. Each step flickered unsteadily, as if it were made of light. Where'd that come from, Evan said. It wasn't there a minute ago. Follow me, said Ruach. Gliding up the shining steps, Brianna hesitated. Is it safe? She asked suspicious. Ruach stopped. His hooded head turned slowly to face her. Then his shoulders moved up and down in what could only have been sort of a chuckle. Safe, he said, a sudden lightness in his, in his tone. It may, or not, may, it may or may not be safe, but will most definitely be worth it. Ooh, that's good. I like that. That is the end of chapter 13. I love you guys and pray you have a safe trip. And I'm probably not going to record anymore until I get home. Um, But look out for the next episode. Love all of you. God bless you. Safe travels. I can't stop talking to you. I can talk to you all day. I love you. 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 Kisses, kisses, kisses. God bless you. Hugs too. Bye. Okay, I'm going to go now.